passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hey, it's Bubba the Love Sponge, and cheers to 2022 and the resolutions that you can actually keep. How about having clean and shiny balls all year round? Sounds good to me, huh? And our sponsors at Manscaped are here to save your balls this year and make the ball drop in 2022 the cleanest and sexiest ever. Set your first New Year's resolution with good intentions and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our exclusive offer. Go to manscaped.com and insert promo code Bubba for 20% off and free shipping. You know, a group routine isn't complete without applying crop preserver and crop reliever before showing off your brand new 2022 self. These unique formulations take care of the smelliest part of your body and are a big boost to your confidence into the new year. To complete your set, Manscaped threw in the new shed travel bag and the anti-chafing boxer briefs all as free gifts to keep all your goodies stored comfortably. Get 20% off and free shipping with code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use promo code Bubba. Welcome to on a big, fat, nasty, juicy black hole. No, it's dry. Remember? Dry. Dry like toast. Yeah. Um, welcome to Off the Rails. We do the show every Friday. I'm on the rim. Oh, because you're edging? You're, I'm on the I'm on the rim of your hole or oh, on the right. edge of your hole or what, the uh, the event horizon of my black hole. <laughs> oh, that's fun. I'm such a nerd. Um, welcome to show eight one three ninety Bubba. Very excited for the weekend. I feel like I want to see our faces, but we're on Facebook and Insta. No, not Instagram. Uh, the YouTube, the, the tubes, the tubes. We're on the the tubes. tubes. Hold on, let me get let me get us on the tubes. Then I feel like we've started the show. Um, yeah, sorry. I needed to eat my foods. I needed to get my uh, my bearings together. It wasn't too long of a fast, just 17 hours. I'm sure everybody was riveted and needed to know that information. Oh, you didn't get to 18? But what's exciting is that you were actually disclosing some information no, that... It wasn't. Yes, you were. No. You told me that you were looking up some information yeah. about some stuff. What oil filter... <laughs> That your Wrong. Car took. Eh, that's not what you were looking up. What were you really looking up? And don't fucking lie to the people. Um. Don't lie. Why are you yelling at me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> D's gonna get mad. You're yelling. <laughs> um. There's a little thing that I have been looking into the for like the past few years. <laughs> Guys, he wants to try intermittent fasting. Okay, that's really what I'm getting to. And but hold on, realistically, like my childhood was intermittent fasting, but I didn't know it. Okay, right. Okay, fair. Because like I 
didn't eat. Like, the, my first meal of the day, like, during school was when I got home at, like, 2, 3, or 4 o'clock. Now, I, I better that you were intermittent fasting than not. I honestly, if I was a parent, which, thank God, I'm not for mm-hmm. all parties involved, I don't, I wouldn't want my kids, like, intermittent fasting. Like, I, I just feel yeah, no, like they didn't know. hunger is an adult thing to deal with, and kids don't need to be hungry. Like, I'm not going to intermittent fast to my infant be like, you only get two feedings a well, day, and this is your window. I wasn't doing it on purpose. I wasn't no, I doing know. It. I wasn't doing it for any of the reason. Then, like, during school, I wasn't really hungry, and then, like, when I got home, That's I was starving. fucking weird. But I would also suggest that you you probably didn't have all the, the nutritional knowledge that you have now, so when you uh, went home, yeah, no. I would imagine it's not like you were having a nice big plate of veggies. Oh, I was eating fucking bagel bites. Um, did you have like a traditional American diet in your upbringing? Oh, yeah. Like, shit, shit can foods. I get you tell me yes or no? Because again, okay. I'm not a real American. So I am asking a real American what the real American food diet consists of. Okay. As a kid, you're like cusp millennial gen x well how do you identify she she her but other than that what how do you identify don't look for something to throw at me don't be it don't 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 throw kevin hazlitz okay He's having an outburst. It's okay. No problem. I know I've dealt I've dealt with this before. Don't worry about I it. I threw fifteen of them, didn't even hit you with one. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible aim. Um I'm gonna ask you foods that you con- okay. consumed as a as a child and you tell me yes or no. Okay. Okay. Um when I think typical like TV dinner, raised by boomer diets, um, I would say uh Chef Boy RD. Uh no. Eh. Actually almost never. Okay, you definitely had PB and J on white bread. Um, cut out, to, cut off I the got, crust. Oh no, no, I was, I, I was a fan of the crust. He was a cruster. Okay, yeah. not and not sandwiches. Yes, but PB and J not very often. Okay, um, ham and cheese sandwich on white Never. bread. Chicken nuggies. Rarely, mac and cheese though. Yes. Okay, mac and cheese. Yeah, that was that was a lot. Mac and cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think. Did you ever have like my a, usual sandwich? But, can I guess here instead of you just no, telling you're me? You're going to be wrong, but go ahead. Uh, but you're, you're, you're not playing the game. I, I guess you tell me yes or no. Fuck. Okay. Not okay. that hard. Did you eat frozen pizza? Um, Obviously unfrozen. You, you put it in the oven or something. Uh, Every now and then, but not not too often, but yeah. Okay. Um, Did you have Pop-Tarts? Yeah. Fruit roll-ups? Never. I had fruit roll-ups. Yeah, never. Fucking great. You who? Uh, very, very Ooh, rarely. Fucking, it's not chocolate milk. Like, there's something else in there. Well, yeah, they don't call it chocolate milk. No, I know. It's chocolate drank. It's fucking good as fuck. Um, all right, go ahead and tell me the rest. So, like, a sandwich I had, like, fairly often was, uh, oh, oh, that was one thing, too. It was always Miracle Whip and not mayonnaise. I, I is, agree. Is Miracle Whip, like, more trash ass than mayonnaise? Um, I don't know, but... So, like, I got older, and I'll be like, why do the sandwiches from, like, Subway taste so much better? It's because they use fucking mayonnaise and not a garbage-ass Miracle Whip. Okay, what else did you eat? So, anyway, the typical sandwich was rye bread with Thuringer. Yeah, Jewish rye. Uh, Thuringer and lettuce. What's Thuringer? Uh, Like like a sausage. Like a thin-sliced hard sausage. All right. Um... 
my mom would cook like basic meals, but like chicken teriyaki where like she'd saute some chicken and like throw some rice in it. Chicken teriyaki is not a basic meal. I feel like especially when you grew up in the 70s or whatever. What? (laughs) 80s, 90s, whatever. (laughs) I feel like a basic meal is like uh, spaghetti and meatballs. I mean, we didn't, my mom hated meatballs. A spaghetti sauce. Yeah. Okay. But she would like, she would, so she would do like kind of like what I do now. She'd buy like the better pre-made sauce and then add stuff to it. Okay, dress it up. Yeah. And and that's all you ate? I felt like you were a kid that wasn't really into like health and fitness, so I imagine you just ate a lot of processed shit. Um, there was some processed stuff, but like I've always liked salads. Now again that's fucking weird. Again, they weren't like healthy salads. No, but... they were just drenched in, in ranch dressing and yeah, fried, fried chicken. chicken. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. All right. I did put some uh, sunflower seeds on though. Okay. That's sorry, but okay. No way it's not. Um, so why all of a sudden have you taken an interest in intermittent fasting? Obviously, I am the reason why you've taken an interest in this because I've been doing it and I've been very vocal. Some have said too vocal. Some people have even said, shut the fuck up about it. Yeah, me. But it sounds like, and it's not like I'm trying to push anybody into anything. I never do that with anybody. If people are no, interested, I'll talk, but yeah. I'm never like, you should be a vegetarian. You should intermittent fast. Because guess what? No. I don't give a fuck what you do or right. if you live or die. Okay? That's really how I feel. I'm doing me. You do you. I don't care. But you yourself have seen the success story of this, you know, well-oiled machine. And you go, I got to give me some of that. Right? Right? Oh, it's, yes. That is actually exactly what happened. Okay. Yes. So what, what's your primary reason? Is it health? Of course. Is it wellness? Is yes. it autophagy, which is a word you probably didn't even know until a, a, a week ago? Maybe two? No, you've talked about it before. Yeah, I've talked about it before, yeah. Um, but and like we watch, I mean, like we watch a lot of the same shit, which the people, we do. Th- those people have talked about topogy. So like I knew what it was. Right. But. Right. And, and again, I watch a lot of different people and when they start saying the same shit and over kinda, and over again, you go, that's kind of what happened. Maybe there's something there. That's what happened. So like, I'd be watching this stuff and like, th- they'd be like, oh, well, if you want this and this and this, like intermittent fasting is a good way to go. And I'm like, yeah. no. And then like, I watched, I was watching something the other day and they said, it, and then last night I was watching something and they're like different people. And I'm like. Whom you respect and they yeah. kind of know what they're talking about or yeah. they got the credentials that kind of... And to be honest, like I've known about it for a while. Convincing. Like Realistically, yeah. I've known about it for a while. The reason why I haven't done it is, you know, when you're trying to work out and like gain muscle, you need to eat protein on a fairly regular basis, like every few hours, basically. And that's kind of hard to do if you're intermittent fasting. I'm trying to think like if that is the case, like... Oh, it is. I don't know, so I don't want to speak on it. In terms of frequency... Or does it just matter that you get it all in during the day at some point? Does it have to be throughout the day? It should be spaced out. I remember when, um, and I feel like this has been debunked, but I remember when I first started on my fitness journey. I hate when people fucking Mm -hmm. say that. But I remember when I first started to have an interest in, in nutrition and fitness beyond just the fact that I was trying to be rail thin. When I was like, "What's let's see what's actually good for my body. I remember... That the like kind of bro science was you needed to get protein in within 30 minutes after a workout. That right. was a thing. And I remember, the, do you remember the Hodge twins? Of I know yeah. they're like silly yeah. and they're like all about politics and, and con- now, conservative yeah. politics and sure. stuff. But back in the day, they used to do bro science mm-hmm. and they would answer people's like fitness questions and they'd be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, I don't know. I, I right. would, and it was like they, they'd be funny about it. But I remember they were talking about it, and obviously they're not like legit nutritionalists or anything like that. But I remember the kind of the bro science with all these different channels and people I would listen to would always say you need to get it in that thirty minute window. And I remember the Hodge twins telling a story where they got so sick because they were like chugging like milk with protein yeah. thirty minutes after a workout after like a hard workout, and they just started vomiting everywhere. Oh yeah, and they were like laughing at themselves. They're like, you don't need to get it in that 30 minute window. That's now since been debunked. So I think the the general consensus now or recently has been like, if you can get it in with like, I think the, the optimum is about an hour post-workout. However, if you don't, it's not a big deal. Like yeah. it, you, you have to have you know, X amount of protein based on body weight and muscle, blah, 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 uh, blah. Sure. Blah. Like, and, you know, like I think it's like one gram per pound if you're maintaining 1.5 if you're trying to gain. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like those details. What makes me laugh is like people who have like so much work to do. They're like, yeah, you need to get in that 30 minute window. I'm like, why don't you just try moving yeah. every day? Why don't right. you try that? You sure. know, and instead of drinking a milkshake, you have a protein shake. Like, let's start there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like a lot of times people that know all the science, sometimes those are the people that execute the least. Correct. <laughs> I'm like, Correct. why don't you just uh, and, uh, put your walk-in they, shoes on, they, buddy? They, they put a lot of emphasis into things that, like, literally make, like, a 1% difference. Right. Like, yeah. if you're a professional bodybuilder or, right. you know, maybe if it's for athletic performance or something like that, you need to fine-tune it. But really, it doesn't really make a fucking difference like that much of a difference where you need to worry about it but right. i just remember that being a thing and you know all the guys what that i went to college with that were big into fitness would often talk about you know the 30 minute window and sure. shit like that and and to be honest i don't, I don't think it really matters that much no, but no, now now ahead. like i said generally it's it's like one hour post-workout you should have protein whether it's a, a shake a food something like that so why do but, you have to have protein uh throughout the day why can't you condense it into like a like an eight hour feeding window isn't a tiny window no i know it's not like a two hour window right so like why would it why would it matter then you get the benefits of autophagy mm-hmm. um you give your gut a rest and you get all your protein in so it's like right no you're right it's just yeah. uh you know it's it's one of those like hey it makes a, f- a few percent difference but right really like really does it you know what I've started to enjoy recently, and maybe it's just because I've, I I enjoy finding different ways to torture myself because I feel like it <laughs> somehow makes me stronger. I was actually listening to uh, Joe Rogan read a yeah, happy torture. birthday message. Shut the fuck up. A message from David Goggins. Have you heard the of this? The meme or whatever? No. Because oh, that's, that's on his YouTube site. It's uh like David Goggins. I wanna I wanna actually find it. It's pretty it's pretty funny. It's David Goggins um writing a happy birthday message. Yeah. It's on his YouTube clip page. David Goggins Joe Rogan birthday. Let's see if this pops up. I think you just go to J R E Clips on I didn't... YouTube. J R E Clips. Um David Goggins. It was literally, like, I think it was posted like, a couple days ago or something. Yeah, yeah. I just, uh, where is it? Oh, well, yeah, birthday message for Joe. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, we can't play that anyway. Oh, because it's... Copyright uh, deal. We can't right, play anything. All right, Just pot it down, pot it down. All right. There we go. Yeah, we can't play anything. Well, anyways, he's just basically <laughs> telling Joe not to be a little bitch on his birthday, and it's it's pretty funny. But basically... Yeah, so that's one thing that sucks about being here on YouTube and Facebook. We can't play anything. I know, I know. So, um... 
basically, I think I just like finding different ways to torture myself. Right. And I used to fear hunger tremendously. Right. And mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people do because people think if they're hungry, something is is wrong and it needs to be tended to immediately. Yeah. I'm, I was actually having a conversation um, when we had the meeting of the dads, me and Will and our and our fathers met. The four of oh, us that's went right, out when to, he was in town. Yeah, when he was in town. <clears throat> the four of us uh, were talking and my dad and Will were kind of talking and I was kind of talking to Will's dad and he was telling me about this new diet he's on and, and he said something about like, yeah, you know, and they told me to eat this and, you know, make sure that, you know, you're not hungry. And, and then the doctor was like, it's okay. It's okay to be hungry. And like, that was like a new concept mm-hmm. for him. And oddly enough, I had just started intermittent fasting and it was a new concept for me too, that it's okay to be hungry. Right. It's that's all right. Now I quite enjoy it. I feel like it gives me sure. strength. Like I feel like when I see everybody else, you know, needing their fix every couple hours and they're feeling like, oh, they need it. Uh, and they're like cracking out. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, I fucking got this. I think if you pass that first, like hunger, the first bit of being hungry, once you go past that, like literally like the, the first, like, you know, half hour or whatever yeah. it is, I think, then I like that feeling. Yeah, it, it, the when when you first start doing anything new and you're trying to train your body, it's uncomfortable, sure. But the funny thing about hunger, though, is it can get turned off. I was under the impression that it, if you were hungry, you were going to be hungry until you ate. Right. But it's not like that, oddly enough. I mean, I'm sure there's a certain point, obviously, where it's not going yeah. away, but. Um, Especially at the beginning, you get you hungry. You're hungry, but if you have some like water or coffee, it will subside, and you mm-hmm. can go further and push yourself. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you, once you get past that first, like once you start getting that hungry hump. and you think about it, like after you, if you wait a little while, that I think the hunger pain itself goes away, and I kind of like that the feeling. Yeah, of, I like the feeling, and I know Bubba talks about this too. The feeling of like just being empty, like not having yes. anything, and you just you feel good. You just you feel like I just feel like tighter obviously mm-hmm. you know because as soon as you eat you bloat a little bit everybody does so it's just it's just a nice feeling of like being tight i'm like oh i feel like I got fucking abs right mm-hmm. now bro and then i'll have like one piece of you know i'll have like a nut or a piece of lettuce and then it's like it all, it all comes back it all comes back a1390 bubba uh barp is on the horizon it's a week from tomorrow mm-hmm. um Next week is is freaking me out a little bit, just, you know, when I'm kind of putting together the schedule of things I have to accomplish. I am kind of glad that I I don't have to get an oil change at a place Mm -hmm. because that was that was part of, you know, all my list of things to do. And um, I feel I feel good. Like my dad taught me well because um, I'm really good about getting my oil changed. Yeah, good. You should be. Yeah, and my dad's like, if you want your car fucking last, you better get your oil changed right. like on time. He's right. So it's not one of those things where it kind of like my bed sheets. I I like go. It's like when was the last time you washed? I'm like, I don't know, mm-hmm. month, two months. I don't know. But with oil change, I obviously know the date. I know I always look at the miles, and I'm like, sure. I do not want to push it. I want to be on top of that shit so my cars last. Yep. Because it's really because I'm cheap, oddly enough. Because well, I don't want to buy a new car. I, I want my cars to last. So I take care of my cars. Mm-hmm. And I make sure that they, they run smoothly. So um, that's what's going on with that. I do want to talk about... Have you seen Mike Pompeo? Have I seen him? Yes. Like He's ever? lost 100 pounds. Oh, no, I have not seen that. Yeah, he looks... Now, here's the thing with people when... Listen, losing weight when you have 90 pounds to lose is is great. That's that's good for you. And and Mike Pompeo, like I feel like when I think of Pompeo, I think of like a round ball. I don't know why. 
like uh, maybe Pompeii. What, what, what right. was where I feel stupid. Was it in Italy? I want to say it's a it's an Italian name. Mm-hmm. I think. What was the volcano? Is that the was that in yes. Italy? Okay. Um, but he just like when I hear like Mike Pompeo, he just sounds like a rotund man, and yeah. he was a rotund man. Now that he's lost ninety pounds, and he talked to tells the post how he lost ninety pounds in six months. Ooh, we break that good. down. What is that like? Fifteen pounds a month. Yeah. That's kind of a lot. I uh, broke it down. I'm sure he's just going to say, I started exercising not every day. Is there, but are pictures every... of him? Yeah. Oh. Uh, is it? No, you're wrong. Other screen. Other screen. There we go. Oh, okay. Is... Um, Let's see. I started exercising, not every day, but nearly every day. And eating right and the weight just started to come off. Mm-hmm. He's 58 years old. Now, I know that you feel like you, you know, started maybe a little bit late. But imagine starting 18 years from now, you know? Oh. There's some people that are starting. And here's the thing about Mike Pompeo. He's good. He looks good, but he looks old. Doesn't he look older now that he's thinner well, a little bit? Scroll back up. Yeah. To whether it's a side by side. Yeah. Um, I'm sure he's healthier now, but you got to think like the fat filled out his face a little bit, makes you look young. The people that I know that look the youngest, and you could see this on Instagram, if you see these like big fat models and stuff, mm-hmm. or like Tess Holiday and stuff, they have amazing skin. Like I feel like like if you have like a fatter face, you look younger. And oftentimes, yeah. when you lose a bunch of weight, your face kind of goes gaunt a bit. Especially at first. Yeah. Yeah. So, but he looks good. Good for him. He started just a uh, diet and exercise. Well, if he uh, intermittent fast, uh, that'll help that out, too. What? With what? Tightening up his face a bit. It does? I didn't know that. Autophagy. What, just autophagy? autophagy does, yeah. Oh, like it, it, I guess it, it renews the cells. They're more, uh, they got more elasticity, collagen. collagen. Okay, great. I mean, I can't imagine that helping that much. It's very little, but it does help. All right. Okay. I assume you were looking that up yesterday. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. So Mike Pompeo looking good. Good for you, buddy. Do you think he puts the weight back on though? Um, you think he puts it back on because that happens. Losing, losing that much that quick is usually not good. Yeah, I suppose. But it seems like he had a lot to lose, right? He had uh, almost a hundred pounds. So you're saying like these people that need these bariatric surgeries, like my 600 pound life, it's terrible if they lose like 30 pounds well, a that's, month. That's. But that's like they're well, super, super, super obese, uh, morbid fat. So I think they say like really up to two two percent. Is it a week, I think? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the going rate of losing usually the weight 1%. would be. But I mean, one, like 1% is usually healthy. It doesn't matter how much you weigh. Uh, I, but again, I'm no doctor, but I do know doctor now who's my favorite physician that ever lived. A tiny little <laughs> Persian man out of uh, Houston, Texas. And he deals with like He's these, pretty funny. These just like, it's funny not only because of who he is, but... His clientele and the demographic mm. of people he, it seems like he can't really relate to the people that he works with, which makes it better. The dynamic is better because he just tells it like it is. And he's just like this tiny man, just hurling insults at these people who are just, you know, worthless. 600 pounds. Oh. I wouldn't say worthless, Some of them but are. it's pretty bad. And I mean, it seems like, but they seem to be so fat that like they need to lose as much weight as 
possible because it's critical for their health. That's like different. their heart may go out. Yeah, that's different. So he's just like, get the fucking weight off. Yeah. Because a lot of times when, when you're doing bariatric surgery, the, the people that he's... And Houston, I think, is one of the fattest cities in the nation. I might be wrong. I don't think I am. But... I mean, you need to lose a certain amount of weight sometimes to be able to qualify for one yeah, of those surgeries. It's unhealthy to have surgery when you're that heavy. Right. And he also wants to make sure that you have the ability to lose it on your own. Mm-hmm. Because once you have the surgery, you'll lose a bunch of weight real quick. But then, like, can you keep it off? Do you have the discipline to keep it off? I actually know somebody who got, I don't remember if it was lap band or bypass. Sleeve or I whatever. Think, I think it was the sleeve-ish. I think okay. it was one of those. And... He, I don't remember what he weighed, but probably like, I don't know, upper 300s, 400 pounds maybe. Okay. And uh, got that done. And six months to a year, he like lost, you know, 100 plus pounds, maybe more. And then the next year gained it all back and was proud that he was able to beat the ban. I don't, but didn't he pay for the surgery? Yeah, Yeah, I don't understand. Like, I don't get it. And the stomach does stretch. So even if you get it, the size of your stomach uh, reduced, you get like it stapled or something like that. I know people who've had bariatric surgery Mm -hmm. and they lose a bunch of weight. And then because hunger is also a mental game as well, where you like to see food, you want to eat it. They're emotional eaters as well. They can eat, you know, at first they're like, oh, you can only have a cup of food. But then if you do it like, uh, you know, one and a quarter or one and a half, you start to stretch the stomach. So the point where it's like the same size as it was before. I'm like, can you do, how many times can you do a staple? Imagine you staple it and you stretch it. I mean, yeah, it 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 can't be good stretching like that. Yeah, no, because I feel like then the the membrane of the the organ of the stomach, the lining gets thinner and thinner and thinner. And then suddenly if you, like you have a stomach pop, a stomach burst, that can't be good. Probably not good. Probably not the move. Probably not good at all. How are you feeling about Barb? How, like, what are you, like, give me a percentage excited so, and anxious. Uh, well, every year, my favorite part about BARP is, like, the day after. Just because it's all over with, and it's like, oh, finally. And it's like, What about the day of, where it's like, everything that can be done has been done, and now it's just left to the uh, the forces that be? Yeah, I mean, I always have, I always have fun there. Like, yeah. I mean, I always have fun, but I'm also, like, kind of working. I make sure, that, like, people aren't doing what they shouldn't be doing or going to places they shouldn't be going, and... That kind of stuff, but... See, this is why it's fun being a girl, because nobody expects you to monitor other people's behavior. Like, no oh, one's like... Like, because you heard B- Bubba talking, he's like, Lummy, you like got to make sure if there's any fights that break out, you might have to get hit in the face and take one for the team, that just make sure. running behind a car and hiding. What are you well, talking about? Well, anyways, he's at the, at the very least, he's still somewhat responsible. You're yeah. kind of somewhat responsible. Kind of somewhat. It's me. <laughs> it's you, you know, and stuff like that. But no one is saying on a keep tabs on the people in yeah. case they get a little unruly. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do unless I got a gun, which I'm not bringing because I'm not a scooter. But, you know, no one is expecting me to do anything. And that's called female privilege. Yeah. That is called female privilege. And it's a beautiful thing that people don't talk about very often. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they like will like casually... Um, allude to it like on bar stool where there'll be like a guy cleaning. It's usually the cleaning the snow off of the car or or something off mm-hmm. of the driveway. And they're like, oh, I'm so glad I'm a girl and I don't have to do this. <clears throat> um, but there are more there are more privileges to to being female. Is that like people oftentimes don't expect much from you, and I love low expectations because they're easy to step over. Right. You know, no one has ever said to me, my parents friends, family, even boyfriends, like, 
are is your job stable enough where you're able to have a family support a family and a spouse no one's <laughs> ever had that expectation of me. right which is great and like that doesn't mean you shouldn't strive for greatness or right. whatever but no one has that expectation of me it's like if i if i'm doing like what an average man does they're like you're a boss bitch and i'm mm-hmm. like fuck yeah i'm a boss bitch but i'm just a regular person yeah but I'm a boss bitch. I'd be a bitch ass dude. Mm-hmm. The money I make, I wouldn't be able to support a family or anything like right. that. I wouldn't be able to take girls out on fancy dates, but I don't even have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. But on the off chance that I do go on a date and end up having to pay for, a, say, I don't know, a bottle of wine because I offered to pay, <laughs> it sets me off for about a month. I'm in a bad mood for about a month <laughs> after that because I'm like, yeah. I feel like not that I shouldn't have to pay, but like, I, what, mm, that's how I feel. Mm, I don't want to. I don't want to do it. Why did yeah. you make me do it? I thought in my head. In my head, I had scheduled that as a free night of drinking, or like a drink. Again, not an expectation, but also kind of an expectation. Not an expectation in the sense that I'm going to punish you if you don't do it, but an expectation that I've already written it off as like you know, debt free. Not not going to go into debt tonight. It's going to be fine. Everything's great. And then all of a sudden. It put a bad taste in my mouth. And the wine wasn't even that fucking good. Don't you hate that? I really... You know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm angry all over again. And yes. Mm. 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 Not happy. So yeah, female privilege is a thing. It's great. I love it. People don't talk enough about it. But, you know, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe I like to keep that shit on the down low because I don't want people to think that I'm, like, really happy in this position. I want people to feel bad for me and think I'm struggling and because then they give you more privileges. Right. Or more gifts or whatever the case may be. You're know, like, listen, don't, she doesn't need to fucking... But she doesn't need to drive. Don't let her drive. I'm like, yeah, I can't drive. I'm a woman. You ain't fooling anyone. You go home with Gus and you're like, all right, fuck this. I'm getting my Ferrari and driving around. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Pick up some hot bitches at UT. I'm like, hey, Lindsay, get in the car. Fuck yeah, I love I love the chicks at UT. It's a fake school, but it's fine. It's a fake school, but I like it. We should go trolling together. We should pick up some hot broads at UT that look like they're fucking twelve. Jesus Christ, that is true as well. So I'll think like I look at myself. I'm like, I look pretty like younger, you know. And then I'm like, I could be in my twenties. And then I'll like meet someone like in their mid twenties, early twenties. I'm like, oh my god, no. I hate to pull back like the realistic curtain, but yeah, like I'm like, oh yeah, be nice to you know do that, blah blah blah. And like I walk down there and I'm like. Dude, they feel like they're in fucking middle school, man. Like, what the fuck? But you like that shit? No. Oh, no? I mean, there's some that, like, you know... Some middle schoolers are pretty hot. Yeah, there's a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You take to Little St. James. But some not so much. And some of them, like, really do look, like, prepubescent. Where it's just... And I've seen the the college kids these days, you know. Mm -hmm. Not the ones on... For some reason on Instagram, they always look like they're of age. They look older. Yeah. You're like, oh, that's a that is a very mature woman. The, the 12 year olds on Instagram look 22, and the 22 year olds at UT look like they're 12. It is frightening <laughs> how quickly, and I'm not being like an old timer here, but how quickly people mature at a young age. Oh my God. And I see this all the time. Like it's kind of like a an ongoing, I don't know, gag on Instagram where it's like, ooh, when I was a teenager versus teenagers today, and it's like teenagers today, and they're all sexual, and then. They show the person with like you know Rifles. the butterfly ki- clips and the the like blue lipstick oh. with the glitter and the you know you just with the braces you look like a fucking moron. Mm-hmm. That's how teenagers were supposed to look, right? Because when I think of teenagers, at least when I was growing up, it was just like awkward. You're just fucking awkward yeah. and trying to like make it work. And now it's like you're getting your eyebrows microbladed. It's like what? 
the fuck? But <clears throat> that's what happened. My generation grew up. We're a very vain bunch, and I think it's kind of monkey see, monkey do. I want to look like my mom, and mom's on Instagram showing her ass. Why can't I? Mm-hmm. So that's no problem. <clears throat> but I am excited for BARP. I am excited to meet the people um, Yes. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And it's one of those things where, like, you know, at first I was like, oh, man, that's a lot. But now I'm gearing it up in my head. I'm like, all right, let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to schmooze my ass off for three days. Yep. I feel like Sunday, um, J- January 16th, don't fucking look at me. Don't fucking text me. Don't fucking send me any DMs. I do not want any sort of human interaction I, on Sunday. Uh, yep. I need to go into a dark cave for a full 24 hours and just be alone. Mm-hmm. But I'm gearing myself up. It's going to be a great week. <clears throat> Really is. We got uh, Tate's Pizza on Thursday, right? Yes. We have Bubba One Ninety Nine with Bubba on a an extra uh, Bubba One Ninety Nine pre barp gimmick, so mm-hmm. he's gonna be in a great mood or passed out. We'll find out together. And then uh, barp the big day. It starts at seven thirty, right? Is the party? Yes. All right. Then it needs to start at six thirty for me because that's how I kind of conceptualize time because I constantly run late. It's not great. <clears throat> um, my sister, sister. went. To the hospital. Great. Now, I feel like my sister is also, um, it's pretty obvious when she doesn't want to talk to you. Because, you know, she's talking to you, she's talking to you, and then you ask her a question she doesn't like, and then you don't hear from her. Okay. For a while. Like via text, you mean? or Yeah, I was texting her, texting her, and she's like, I'm on my way or something. And then I was like, how are you feeling? What's going on? And da-da-da-da. And she just was like, no. No, thank you. Didn't didn't text me back. Nothing. So yeah, but I'll I'll harass her again. She she doesn't mind it. She, she I think she likes the attention. I okay. think that's what it is. She okay. she wants me to harass her, and I I can read through the lines. Okay. I I can read through the lines. She wants me to call her incessantly over and over and over again. Oh. So it should be good. It should be good. I am excited for it. <clears throat> Do you yeah. have any weekend plans besides coming here and cleaning the studios, which is what I will be doing on Sunday? Yeah, we'll be here Sunday. I'm excited um, to, to... I don't mind cleaning. Cleaning is kind of my game. You know, mm-hmm. I don't cook, but I do like cleaning because the, the final, the end product is, like, so fucking satisfying. It's like... Ugh. Oh, I love, like, a clean house. I hate doing it. Yeah, I don't mind. Because you know what you do? You just put on some music. You put on some lo-fi music. Mm-hmm. Some lo-fi, hip-hop, chill music. You're just vibing out. And you just start cleaning. And you just kind of... Sure. And you're not looking at your phone. And you're just, like, letting your mind just kind of take you where it takes you. You get to dance and you're starting to problem solved. That, mm-hmm. That's kind of what happened to me yesterday. I was like, it was like five in the morning. I was so grateful I'd fallen asleep on my own. Right. But t- yeah, I've been, I, I freak out sometimes that I, I can't sleep. It's like I just started sleeping yesterday. I've been sleeping my whole life, but all of a sudden now I have a fucking sleeping problem. <laughs> so, you know, I took, I realized I took three different types of sleep aids three nights in a row. And I go, this probably needs to stop. So I stopped and I was very grateful. I believe this was Wednesday night. I fell asleep. No problem. No problem. Okay. You know what really helped? I was I was looking at a video and just laughing my ass off right before I went to bed. Like really I've having a hearty that. laugh. I've been doing that lately. And it was way past my bedtime. I'd gotten back from jujitsu. I got my ankle fucked up. I had like uh, bruises all over my arm. I got my ass whooped by preteen. I wasn't nice. happy about it. But I, I I started watching a video uh, actually of this show. And it was a pretty funny clip. And I'm watching it mm-hmm. over and over again. Just laughing, laughing. And I go, well, it's time to go to bed. It was like 1130. Way too late. 
and uh, fell asleep within, I don't know, two minutes maybe. It was great. It was beautiful. Oh, awesome. So I'm waking up the next morning, which was yesterday, and I'm just like, man, I'm so grateful. I don't believe in God, but I'm like thanking whoever the powers be. I'm like, thanks for letting me sleep through the night. This is great. It really does make my day. Yesterday was a wonderful day. I had energy all day, and really that's the name of the game. You got energy, yep. you're happy, right? Your head doesn't hurt. You're able to concentrate. You're able to think. You're able to just get through the day without it being painful. I am here for that. I'm grateful for that. So I wake up Thursday morning, and I'm just feeling grateful about a lot of shit. And I start thinking. And I feel like that's when you really get your your best ideas going, when you're in the shower. You know, you're not looking at your phone. Mm -hmm. You're not looking at some, I don't know, some hot bitch with fake titties, making cupcakes or anything like that. You're just, you, you got all you got is your mind. And that's all the kind of entertainment you got. Sure. And I'm bopping around in the morning yesterday, and I'm thinking, like, you know what? Because I'm still on that, like, New Year's high, like, we're going to fucking, this year's going to be the year, you oh, know, yeah. that bullshit. It'll, yeah. it'll fade it's in the next two early. weeks. Yeah, we're still early It'll fade. Year. We're still in single-digit January. You yeah. have to understand. Where it, yeah. Once you get into, like, double-digit January, it yeah. starts to change. T- today's literally the one-week mark. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, fucking first week of the year. It's 2022. Let's go. Like, I'm bopping around. I'm thinking about stuff. What What do I want to accomplish this year? I, I Last year, uh, upon Kevin's request, not request, but recommendation, mm-hmm. rather, he's like, you know the the thing, and that's it. Everybody that accomplishes their goals has it in common. And I'm like, grit. He's like, no, bitch. They write their goals down. Mm-hmm. And I went, oh shit, Kevin. Okay. So I went home that night after that Kevin's law. I was in January I, last I year. I remember that. And I wrote my fucking goals down, and I stuck them on my like uh, right by my closet. Boom. Okay. And I would just not stare at them every day, but you not even like read them every day, but just I would glance and see the paper with the goals on it, like 2021, what we're going to accomplish. I pretty much accomplished everything on that list. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, just to some degree. And sometimes you have to use a little interpretive analysis. Of course. Of course. Okay. Well, I didn't quite get that, but it's kind of like this, this manifest and you go close enough. Let's go. So I need to write that new list today. So that's kind of, you know, on my list of things to do. But lately I've just been kind of, my mind has been going in terms of things I want to accomplish and stuff like that. Okay. A lot of it is kind of. I don't want to say, like, conceptual. Like, for example, I want to go on uh, some more trips. Me too. Not crazy, you know, Thailand excursions, although I wouldn't be against that. Mm -hmm. But I'm thinking, you know, Bubba's been taking more time off. He says we're going to have some more Fridays free, which leaves three-day weekends, which means I could leave on a Thursday. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe I can finagle a Monday off for myself, like, once or twice during the year. I don't know. So I'm thinking, so I start, I start beep bopping around yesterday morning and I'm just like, you know, I want to go more trips. And I, my, my friend, my best, one of my best friends, Vana, who I mm-hmm. saw, who took me to the airport when I was in California. Um, she is the queen of like spontaneous trips. Okay. Like she decided on a whim that she was going to go to Columbia with some friends. Nice. And like, that's just what she does. Like I'll just, I'll like be texting her and she's like, I'm in Istanbul. I'm like, what, what you're the, like, f- you're in what? Where the fuck? Where you're in Turkey? Right. She's like, no, actually, I was, I was an Epcot. Oh, oh, you're just at Epcot, you fucking bitch. You bamboozled me. Um, no, so she's co- constantly going all over the place. So I was That's like, awesome. dude, I want to. It's like I want to do that. And then I told her, I texted her, I'm like, listen, to be honest with you, at dinner when you took me to the airport, um, I was jealous that you went on a trip with people who are not me. Mm-hmm. And I want to go on a trip with you because we have the like. There is yeah. no one on the planet that I would rather travel with than this bitch. She's just, she's funny. 
she's beautiful. We have like a lot of history together. So sure. it's like, hey, remember a third of our life ago when we met, which mm-hmm. is insane because we were adults then. Mm-hmm. But we just have so much to talk about, and she's like, she's just, she makes me laugh, and she laughs at my shit, which makes me happy. Sure. So we just get along really well. We went to St. Augustine last year. If you kind of remember, I told, I was talking about my wife. That yeah. was her. Yeah. So um, I started thinking, I'm like, Papa said that he wanted to take off the 6th of May, which is a couple days before my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, shit, bitch, do you want to go somewhere? Um, that weekend, that would be cool. I was like, to be honest with you, and this is, but she has not responded at all. I'm like, but to be honest with you, I already started looking up flights. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> a few days ago. I was actually on like some sites looking up, like, I oh my even... god, okay, but, but, but I want to okay. know where. Okay, where were you looking at flights? So I was just nowhere specific. I was just randomly looking at different flights and places to go, and I was like, what can you do? For, and I'm thinking. Where can I go for a few days? Right, same. Yeah. No, but like where where did you look? You must have been looking to destinations. Yeah, mainly in the States. Okay. Um See. there's a few like Canada <laughs> places Canadian places. Um, but mostly in the States because I'm like realistically, like if you really only have, you know, maybe maybe you leave on a Thursday and get back on a <laughs> Sunday, like that's not much time to do much. No, but this is what I started thinking. I was like, that's right before hurricane season. That's the perfect time to go to the Caribbean. Really? So I, I was thinking, this isn't this isn't stuff I know. This is just thoughts in my head. I go, okay. hold on. I know J- June first is the beginning of hurricane season, okay. but right before then, I bet it's fucking dynamite. Yeah. So where do I start looking? Cayman Islands, oh, Virgin yeah. Islands. Those are perfect. But then here's here's the best place that I didn't even think of until yesterday. I was like. It's in the states, Puerto Rico. Never been to San Juan, ho. Okay. And that was, and to be honest with you, that was, those were the cheapest flights. Really? Yes, I'm imagining because it's like part of the states. So I could hmm. be wrong. It's not that far. I've never been to the Caribbean. I haven't. No, I've never been to the Caribbean before. That'd so I'm be like, fun as fuck. why don't I go to fucking Puerto Rico? Hell yeah. That looks awesome. I'm looking up pictures of San Juan. So I tell my friend, I'm like, hey, bitch, I already started looking up flights. Mm-hmm. So you better <laughs> have the time off. I'm like, I'm looking at, I'm like, Puerto Rico is the cheapest. You've been to San Juan. Don't you want to go with me? Let's make this happen. It'll be my, painful to say, but it, it's my, it'll be my 35th birthday. Oh. I know, I'm getting there. So I, uh, I, I, she said that she may have a wedding that weekend in California. I'm like, mm. but if she's like, we'll, we'll, we'll look at options. Like she's open to it. You know, she, she'll make something work this year. Sure. But that's what I was thinking. I was like, damn, that'd be pretty cool. That's probably the perfect time to go. I wonder if it's almost too hot down there. I don't give a fuck about hot. I don't give a fuck. The only thing I care about is cold. It, oh. Nothing's too hot. As long as it's not dry and hot. I don't mind humidity, oddly enough. Too much humidity. There's yeah. enough water where you can fucking dip in the water. You're fine. Yeah. It's part of the states. I know everybody speaks Spanish. Not really part of the states, but it kind of is. Like yeah, Loki is, but not really. But I'm like, I think it's relatively safe. I could be wrong. Obviously, there's some areas you want to avoid. Maybe, uh, you know, I'm like, where are the places that they really kind of renovated up from Maria? That'd probably be best. Yeah. It's been enough time. When was Maria? 2019? 20? No, I think 19. 19. Okay. It'll be three years out. I think they should be. Sure. The infrastructure should be a little bit better. If Maybe only not. We had like a way to like Google it. Yeah. Well, I haven't. I don't want to do it right now. But I will. I will yeah, investigate. I it, lo- sure. it looks like it looks like a good option. So maybe that's you know. So that so those were some of the things I was thinking about because I I want to go to more than just like California and back, California right. and back. Like I want to go to places I haven't been before. I was kind of looking at J- Jamaica. I was looking at the Bahamas. Bahamas is very close to where we are. Very close. 
you know, you look at a map and you go, oh, shit, it's right there. Yeah. Goddamn. Yeah. You get there in a fucking hour. Yep. So, I don't know. That's just things I, I want to do. I want to see some more places because I feel like I used to be, uh, I don't want to say more travel friendly, but here's the thing. It's a blessing and a curse because I used to have jobs I didn't give a fuck about. Mm-hmm. So, if they're like, you can't take it off, I'm like, okay, well, then I quit. Right. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Um, but with this job, obviously, I worry about being too far away. And especially if it's just for kind of pleasure, it's not, you know, to see... F- Seeing family is pleasurable, but I'm saying, yeah. like, I need to see my family. Like, those are things that's I like, I need to do. Yeah. But in terms of me just, you know, getting drunk on an island, mm-hmm. that's kind of a, that's a harder pitch to Bubba. Hey, I can't make it. I got to get fucked up on an island right. gotta in go the Caribbean. Got to go for an adventure. I got to go for an adventure. Um, And I know that, you know, he's thinking about taking Mon- uh, Fridays and maybe some Mondays off and that there would be a bubble show. Yes. And I was like, Ugh, would it be yeah. bad if it was also an Onalus show? Ugh. But I'm like, maybe I could get away with that for just like once or twice during the year. Yeah, good luck. Yeah. Well, maybe just once a year. Maybe just that. Maybe just maybe just birthday weekend. Maybe just birthday week. We'll see. We'll see. I'm, I mean, just, you'd, I'm just throwing it out there. You'd be. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, you'd be better off if it was a show where like we were off Fridays, but he was here on a Monday. But is it is that the thing where every Friday that he does take off, he will also take off that? Oh no no Monday? no 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 no. Oh okay. No. I thought that was the kind of deal. No. Okay. No, because there'll be some there'll be some times where he just takes Mondays off only. Oh, and okay. Some, and some that he takes only Fridays. I okay. Because I yeah. was thinking that if he takes the Friday off, ow, I just hit my ankle. Nice. Then he will also take off the Monday. No, actually, that's. That's probably won't be very common at all. All right. All right. We'll, we'll try to finagle some stuff. We'll try to finagle. Sorry. I fucking busted my ankle <laughs> kind of bad. I was, mm. I, it, it's one of those things. I don't know if you've ever like really injured yourself and you're, it's very painful, but you're trying to assess the damage. You're like, is this a pain that's going to subside or is this a pain that uh, the rest I've, of your life? Right. Exactly. Oh yeah. And I was, uh, could be, could very well be. It was, it was bad. I was doing, uh, I was doing the jujitsu on Wednesday and there's this girl who is like, she started after me, but she said she was at a different, I don't know, gym or whatever. But anyways, um, I don't really like starting from a standing position. That scares me for some reason. It seems to scare the people around me as well. We like to do takedowns from the knees. Like we start on our knees mm-hmm. instead of standing because the standing to the, the on the back position is it's pretty bru- it's pretty brutal and violent. Okay. You know, like when you're standing and you're trying to get someone literally with their back on the ground, you're going to use a lot of force <laughs> and and there's like going to be a lot of tripping and it just can be um it can be pretty violent. So uh, what what I've noticed is a lot of people like to just start on the knees and then take it to the ground from there. So she and I were kind of like Russell tussling. I had even looked up some fucking videos before oh, then nice. to like try new techniques about how to do takedowns from the knees to the ground. And I'm like, oh, I'm about to show this bitch some new moves. Did you? Nope. <laughs> I busted my fucking ankle. So I'm thinking I got her. She is a bit like she was a quite a bit taller than me so i think she had that kind of advantage and um i tried to give her some resistance and she takes me down but as she takes me down like i don't know what happened i think it was on like one knee and one foot if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like a ninja Mm -hmm. and my left ankle just fucking rolled and i heard a pop oh that's always good when you hear a pop i heard a i heard and felt a pop um and i went uh oh hopefully that wasn't a bone um oh, so i just like kind of i didn't scream or anything but i was like oh stop 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 and then i'm just like lying there and i'm trying to flex the foot point the foot it's like 
very, I would say on a on a on a pain scale, it's probably like, if I'm being honest, maybe like a seven two. Like it's not like the worst pain I've ever okay. experienced. It was tolerable. I've definitely had way worse, but it was painful enough to be like, uh, I hope this. I'm not out for six weeks. Right. But then probably about three, four minutes later, I, I, I was like, okay, let's go. Let's go. Okay. So we started again from the knees. And at that point, I just let her take me to the ground. I'm like, please. Just don't. <laughs> I'm like, I was scared to use my foot. Yeah. Um. So that was a little not good. And then right before then, I got choked out by a 17-year-old. Oh. Um. And it was one of those things where we're trying to find a good spot in the mat. And the only spot that was kind of open was the spot that's right in front of our uh, coach. Sort of nice. a thing. So Which, he got to see you get. Yeah, he beat sees by a everything. Like he was even commenting. He's like, "Oh yeah, I saw you smile at one point." I'm like, "Of course you did," because I was right in front of you. Because it was one of those things where she got me in like a position, and then I realized I had enough space to move. Mm-hmm. And I like she. He's like, "I saw you smile when." Oh, because you knew you had, like in your mind you knew like, "Hey, here's something." Yeah, because she was no, because she was doing something to me, and I thought she got me. But then I like that's what I'm saying. I kind of like stopped and then realized that she wasn't tight enough to make a like. I mm-hmm. think she was trying to go for an arm bar, mm-hmm. but I realized she didn't have enough. Uh, she would didn't yeah. bring me in to close the distance, and I went, "Ha ha." I still have time to make nice, moves. Nice, Um, But yeah, but yeah, I got worked. I, I definitely got worked. She was a blue belt, so she's obviously more advanced, and she's 17. Mm. And then I'm like, how long have you been doing this? She's like, 12 years. I go, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 12 weeks. <laughs> yeah, it it is it is bizarre that like everybody in that class is your like uh, your teammate sort of a thing. Sure. And in real life, like you would not see a 45-year-old man like hanging out with a 17-year-old girl. Why not? I mean, sometimes you do, maybe on some islands, but you know, most of the time that's not your peer group at all. On a, on a plane, maybe. Yeah, on a plane, a Lolita Express or something <laughs> like that. Some might say. So, um, yeah, it's just it's interesting that like people that I would never hang it or out or associate with are now my my peers, my sure. peer group, and I sure. I ask a seventeen year old for tips and advice on okay. things, and I was right, and like it is, and it's funny because I was talking to some of the girls after the class. And they have some of the same horrible thoughts as I do, such as, I suck, I'm terrible, I should quit, what am I doing here, this is embarrassing, I'm embarrassing, I'm never going to get better, I'm never going to progress. Like, all of those thoughts I thought were just because, like, me. I thought I because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm anxious and I'm not reaching expectations and I'm letting myself down and I'm, my coach thinks I suck and what am I even doing? And when they, I overheard them talking about that, I'm like, oh, I have those thoughts too. It's mm-hmm. nice to hear that other people are having these thoughts. So it was, it was kind of cool. And then they had me join uh, this this app called Discord. Have you heard of it? What what's? I thought it was an Excel spreadsheet. Wait, what? It's not an Excel spreadsheet. It's a, it's a chatting app. Oh, you chat. But to me, you know, because I'm a boomer. We, I wish we were still on Twitch because I would ask the Twitch people. <laughs> yeah, they, have they you ever know. heard of a thing called Discord before? Yeah, I was unaware. And I, I thought, well, why don't we just use a uh, group chat, like a group uh, text messaging? Right. But they're like, uh, I, I thought the girl that organized it, I thought she was trying to do like uh, organize open mat schedules or something where we would come in and work on stuff together. But she just wanted to go see Spider-Man. So oh. she put together this whole group. And I was very confused. I, I was like, what is this, a spreadsheet? And she's like, oh, my God. I'm like, what? She's like, no, it's you, you chat. Hey, boomer. I didn't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm so glad I don't have push notifications for it because oh I don't, I don't need to know. It would be nonstop. Yeah, because they're talking about the distance of the theater. I'm like, why am I a, a part of this? I just want to learn how to break people's See, arms. See, everyone on YouTube says they have no idea what Discord is. 
Yeah, but they're all, you know, that's maybe 65 not, plus. That's actually not what they're saying. They're not what they're, oh, they don't, no, they know. like, duh. That everybody uses Discord. Okay, yeah, well, not duh, everybody. Dummy. Okay, I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I didn't know. I'd never heard of Discord. I just use, I use texting, and sometimes <laughs> I make phone calls. Okay, that's all I need. I don't, I didn't need to be in a, a group chat. Apparently, it's a girl's group chat. What's your it, AOL instant messenger name? Exactly. But the, it's a girls' group chat, but there's guys in there, and I'm like, "Well, why is this guy here? Why is he in our uh, little group? Get him out of here!" Yeah, I, thought, I want yeah, him here. Yeah, it's all the girls' chat. Yeah, it's girls' chat. Get the fuck out, scram, ho! All right, I think we do need to take a break, yes, right? Um, because we got to get out of here a little bit early because uh, Blitz has to get his 14th car of the month. Oh, good. Listen to ourselves. Woo! Oh, good. Listen Wait, to I got it. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. 
The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Welcome back, hoes. Royalty-free EDM. You're welcome. It's pretty good. Yeah, actually, it is pretty good. Mm, 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 mm. I'm going to pull a lummy and listen to this on my own time. <laughs> it's pretty fucking good. You Shazam it? Hell yeah. Oh, man, speaking of Shazam, I kind of pissed. So, like, back in the day, I bought Shazam Encore, they called it. Like, uh... It's, a, it's the, like without ads and all that. Oh, you bought. Okay. Okay. You, know, you can like either download the free Shazam or buy the better one with like no ads and stuff. I didn't even realize they had ads. I just, I just use it for the, to, to log the songs. I don't like listen no, to I the songs on it. Um, so like, I, I don't know. I bought it. It used to be different back in the day. All right. Well, I was like, you know what? I need to update my Shazam Encore. And so I like went on there and they're like, oh, Download regular Shazam now because we've turned the paid one into the free one. And the free one's exactly the same fucking thing. So you could go ahead and delete this app and just use Shazam. So how long have you been paying for this app? Oh, no. Like, it was like a one-time, like, five bucks. Like, oh. I don't know, like, probably fucking ten years ago. Yeah, that's so crazy. And now you buy oh. stuff all the time and don't use it and don't return it and then lose, like, $1,400. But five bucks really put you out, huh? Isn't that weird how that works? 
It is odd. Yes, it, it is odd because it's it's like you 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 value certain things. It's it's you know what it is. If you would have spent five bucks like on parking, you'd be like, it's five bucks. Yeah. But I was at the airport like a couple weeks ago, and I was there for longer than an hour, and it cost me four dollars. I'm like, who cares? Right. It didn't matter to you. No. And it's funny because, like, I'll give you a perfect example of, of spending a certain amount of money, and I went from happy to sad real fucking quick. Okay. I was uh, I dro- I was dropped off by my friend Vana, my wife Vana, at mm-hmm. uh, LAX last Tuesday. Okay. Coming back here. And um, I, I buy uh, flights on Priceline, usually, because they're the cheapest. Yep. And sometimes you might take a Delta there and an American Airlines back or Spirit one way and then the layover is the other thing and da 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 Different airlines all over the place, but they have different policies when it comes to carry-ons sure. and check baggage and shit like that. So I, on my way to California, I, I could not take a carry-on the size of my bag, so I had to check it. Okay. And it was $45. And I'm like, all right. $45 there, $45 back, 90 bucks. Oof. What am I going to do? No big deal. Yeah, you have right, a choice at that point. Don't have a choice. I have to do it. Got you over a barrel. Yeah. So, and I and I really tried to fight it on the way there. I'm like, are you sure? Can I? Have and they go, nope, you have to. And I'm asking, well, how oh. much would it cha- take to, because then they were going to charge me as a carry-on, same price. So I'm like, well, fuck it. Just take it. If you're going to take it, then I don't have to worry about it because I had right. a layover and that shit. Was, that's what the lady at the ticket thing said or whatever? Yeah. Well, she didn't speak great English. It was actually a guy. Oh, okay. And then he had to ask, and he was looking at me like I was being like a problem. And I was like, dude, these are bait. You get asked this question at least 40 times a day, no doubt. Like, there's only the guy at the ticket counter. The, the guy the, at the, the ticket counter. The, the guy at the baggage like, check area. He's like, I don't know if the, the check is the same. So what do you I do? go, what? So then he asked the guy next to him, and he spelled it out for me. He said, listen, it's the same price, checked or carry on. It's $45. You have to pay it either way. I go, Thank you. I get it. <laughs> like, why Here's my money. Guy, like, why didn't that guy say that? Here is my money. And he goes, you see, just like I'm being, I'm like, dude, yeah. I'm not asking to speak to your manager. I'm just asking for you to speak English. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I didn't mean to go on my Nazi rant. I'm oh, done now. Yeah. So I pay yeah, the 45. Get that in your system. Right. <laughs> and then on the way back, I'm thinking I got to pay 45 back sure. because I'm stupid and I forgot that it's a different airline. They have different policies. Oh, it's probably more. So I get to the, uh, the, the bitch is like, Hey, you gotta, you gotta check in at the little, uh, kiosk thing. I go, okay. So, you know, she's helping me through it. Cause to be honest with you, that thing is kind of confusing. Cause they're like, what are you looking for? What's your flight? I'm just like, I don't know these I confirmation numbers. <laughs> Take me off, please. <laughs> so I, I check the baggage and it's $30 and I go, Oh, hey, a deal. 15 bucks. Fuck yeah, deal. Awesome. Hell I'm yeah. the best. Then I get in line to check the bag. And then I see the person in front of me roll away with a bag that's bigger than mine. And she checked okay. another piece of luggage, which means well, I can take this size on the plane. Okay. So then I get to the front and I, and I go, okay, here's my bag. And I go, just out of curiosity, could I have just brought that on the plane with me as a carry-on? And she's like, oh, yeah. And she goes, actually, it could be even bigger. She, like, added insult to injury. Oh. She's like, it actually could have been even bigger than this. That, like, that woman just had hey, a bigger bag than you. Hey, dummy, it not only would have not been a problem, but you could have been way bigger. Duh. And I was like, you don't, we don't really need to put it in the little template thing. I can tell by my eyes. It's way undersized. Yeah, she, yeah, she didn't even need me to put it in the little, you know, the thing where you're like, how much, how yeah, the white yeah. width and the length. Right. And I'm like, can I just get a, a refund? And she's like, 
then of course it's like now now it's yeah, a problem. Right. Well, you can go on the website, but like I don't know when is your flight because oh it's just a, and I God. go all right, fuck it. And it was a direct flight, so it wasn't even like I have to drag this around mm-hmm. for you know a couple hours in the middle. It was literally like I could have just walked on the plane with it and then walked off the plane oh. with it, and it was thirty dollars. And I went from happy thinking I saved fifteen, right. To then realizing I lost 30 and I was in a bad mood the entire flight. That was two weeks ago. You're still thinking about it. Still thinking about it. That's like that. I bought still that app for $5 it. probably like 10 years ago. And I'm still, still, still th- like, that pissed me off. I, I'm, I still think about it. And then when I saw people get off the plane and just roll right out of the airport, no, I have to go to the goddamn carousel. Ugh. I have to wait with all these fucking jobbers. And it is not a pretty hour. It's, it's 530 in the morning. Oh, that's right, because you, yeah, you flew overnight. I, flew, I did a red eye, yeah. and I didn't sleep a wink, because I was sitting next to a fucking weirdo, and he was freaking me out. Oh, no. He, his, his, like, everybody knows the rules. Middle seat gets both elbow rests. That's mm-hmm. what we, we get, because we, we have, we don't, we don't get the luxury of the window, and we don't get the luxury of the aisle, so mm-hmm. all we have is the elbow rest. Well, fuck boy in the aisle seat didn't, didn't know the rules, so he's just sprawling out oh. he's fucking sprawling out and he's a he's a young kid he's probably like i would guess 18 19 he doesn't know the rules oh yeah so i'm trying to show him the rules yeah you should have taught him a lesson I'm trying to fucking mm-hmm. move him over and then he just decides he needs to take off his jacket and the the fucking his big fat nasty jacket god only knows i imagine like the worst obviously from everything i'm like he yeah. probably he probably wiped his dick hole with that jacket. Well, he was probably jacking off like an elephant <laughs> with it or something. He probably put the jacket in his asshole and there's poop residue. <laughs> like, that's literally. He was actually in, like, the, he was in the bathroom. They ran out of toilet paper. So I was like, you know what? This jacket will do. <laughs> literally. Literally. <laughs> you guys think I'm crazy, but that's really what goes through my mind. If someone, I'm like, ew, their jacket. Most people are like, oh, a jacket, whatever. I'm like, this nasty fuck. Probably was wrapping this around his ball sack. Well, do you have one of those after a run and decided to take it on the plane with him? And then all of a sudden decides, oh, you know what? I'm just going to let it fall on this poor woman next to me. There you go. You don't you don't like it like when clothes touch? No, don't touch me. Don't touch me. So I take I go, excuse. I go, oh, sorry. And I just take it and I stuff it like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like I was like, it made it seem like I was helping him. I went, oh, your jacket fell over. I'm like trying not to use my hands. Guys, I'm like psychotic about this. Like no blitz nose. Oh yeah. And I don't have access to soap at this point. Uh, it's just oh, it's not no. a good situation. So um, do, you, do you actually use soap at all? Someone say too much. I think that's part of why my hands look like E. T. Like they're they're like kind of I've like my mom's hands for sure, but they're also like a lot more wrinkly than they should be. And it's not that they're wrinkled, it's just they're it's just dry skin. So you mean like when you go to wash your hands, it's not normal to like hold your hand out in a cup and like hit the pump thing and then continue to hit the pump thing until your whole hand is full of fucking soap? Yeah, like it's like buttered popcorn like at the movie theaters and you're trying to drown your your popcorn with butter. That's that's what I do in my hands every every time. So I'm I'm paranoid as fuck. I'm on this flight. I just wasted $30 for no good fucking Mm -hmm. reason. And it, it gets to the point where I'm walking on the plane and I'm looking at the overhead space, plenty of room. Like, oh. I'm looking for any excuse to be like, oh, there would be no room. Right, right. So, like, just I had to, justify the cost. I had to pay the $30, but it's like, sure. there's plenty of fucking room and plenty of fucking room, like, right above me, too. Oh. It's not even like, oh, I'd have to go all the way down there to, right. like, stuff. Right. No. Plenty of room. Plenty of room. And I'm just like, on a, I go, it's 
it's it's thirty dollars. People lose thousands of dollars. Right. People lose. Yeah, I lots loaded of up money. my Coinbase this morning. And I was, well, yeah, but, but but here's the thing about that though no, is like you you go into it like with it's a of risk. Course. No, I know, I know. Paying the thirty dollars was not a risk. You'll it was what I thought it. I had to pay. Yeah. But when they kind of told me, well, we don't know if you're going to get the refund, and it's you know, your when is your flight? Do you have enough time? And mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck it, fuck it, fine. Because then what you do is when you try to get the money back, then you create a whole mess of yeah. problems for yourself. And I'm like, do I really want to be stressing running to the airport in LAX, which is just notorious for being insane as it is? Right. I don't think so. So I just, you know, I just dealt with it. And I, I was like, Anna, this is part of the uh, the new year, new you, less anxiety thing, which I've been doing pretty well at. Good. You know, it's been a little bit of a white knuckle grip, but <laughs> I have to kind of talk myself out of things that okay. I'm like... This will not matter in about 24 hours, so let's not waste mental energy worrying about it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of the deal with the uh, the $30 that I'll never fucking see again. But let me know if, if you have things like that that you, you feel like you know logically is not a big deal and is not going to hurt you in the long run, but you, you can't let it go. Or I hold mo- grudges. I hold grudges with myself. Yeah, or like money things that... You know, literally, it's kind of a little bit of money, but like it just on your mind. Like, why did I spend that three dollars? It's like, yeah, I'm like, dude, who cares? I think about all the things I could have bought the thirty dollars with. I start doing that math. I yeah. go, I could have bought right like twelve things of tortillas. <laughs> I could have bought six things of peanut butter. Like, I could have gotten and the organic peanut butter too. Oh yeah, the good kind. The good kind. I could have bought. I could have bought six of them, and I'm like, that, that would last me like at least three to four months Mm -hmm. and I wasted that on something and I get so upset with myself I'm like that could have been like at least a half a tank of gas now I'm like that could have taken me and then I start doing the mileage count yeah half an oil change fuck I could have driven all the way to like I don't know Lakeland and back six times with that money but instead I wasted it can we talk about your oil change deal too yeah let's take a call and we'll talk about it hi who's this welcome to the show Hey, it's John from Trinity. How you doing? Hi, John from Trinity. What a do, though. What a do. I was just wondering, did you say you were a boomer, Miss Anna? No, I know I'm not a boomer. I know. For some reason, I thought you said you were. And I'm like, what? No, I called her a boomer. No, I, I called myself know, a boomer she didn't know what Discord was. As, a, as an insult to myself. But I know that Are I'm you, not. I'm a millennial through and through. You're a millennial, like... Which is through like, uh, which kind of turned into it was what Gen X and then kind of Gen Y, Y two K, and then with millennial kind of well, same thing. No, I wasn't quizzing people on on the generations, but thank you for it. Clearly, you, you know your generations well, and I appreciate that. Well, what are you? What are you? Um, Bliss, what are you? What? Um, He's on the cusp. I am. I'm right there. I'm right there on the edge. He's and like I'm, an I'm old I'm millennial like, or early Gen X. I'm an edging boomer. I'm right. I'm. Two years older than Bubba, so I'm the very last year of the uh, Boomers. Okay. Or the very first year. No, the very last year. Oh, very last year. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yep. 64. Yeah, 64 um, to 46, uh, I believe. Hey, so your trip, yeah, numbers are kind of weird. But, um, no, so anyways, just wondered, and I um, I think Blitz probably, I don't, I I probably don't remember Blitz, but he might remember me. I was a teacher at at Palm Harbor Middle for like 15 years, so you might have been there if you were there in the 90s or the early 2000s. What did yeah, you teach? I taught Spanish. I was there from 95 to 2000. I never took Spanish upstairs. there. Upstairs? Upstairs. Where upstairs, at? yes. Yeah, so an eight, eighth grade wing right next to Millizer and Smith. Como estas? Okay, so you were, you, were, you were on the not, not on the edge 
closer to the east, you're on the west, like by the like with the basketball courts or the, the bike side? the bike rack behind you. No, I had you know the car circle in the front, which they're using for the car circle now. The, okay. For, by the gym there, I was where yeah, the, yeah, my yeah. windows look. My windows look out there. Yeah, I was upstairs right now. Out to the east. Yeah, you know Redmond. Remember her? No. All right. Uh, cool. But anyways, yeah. So it was it was there. So I, I didn't know which which category you fall into. I guess. So yeah, I didn't think Anna. You thought you were on it. That you thought you were. I like no. to hang. I like to hang out where the shot the wood shop. No, yeah, oh, Tony George. Tony George. Did you ever see? Did you ever see the old? Uh, I went to Tony George's you know, house uh, and saw his cars, buddy. The Viper and the and the, what he had the Viper and the uh, he was big on the what do you call the engine on the on the Dodge? It's called a. It's like in a three to three super. Right, I gotta break this powwow up. I can't. Thank you. What's, Maybe you could talk to Blitz on your own time. Bye. Yeah. I can't. It just. <laughs> I don't. I. I feel like it's. Listen. I'm well. Uh, not willing, but I deal with that. That's fine on Bubba show when he's doing powwows and like you know blast from the past, but not on my. Not on the show. No. I don't. I shouldn't have to deal with that. And you guys are talking about vipers and engine. I know. Fuck that. Big, I can't. Oh yeah, big red nose. He went to the same. School. I know. I'm reading the chat and I don't. It's no. We're done. I don't want to talk about Everybody cars and Mr. I don't want to talk about fucking Palm Harbor Middle School. Thanks. Mr. George lived in Curlew City. I don't want to talk about fucking Mr. George. He can go fuck himself. If he's not he's already dead. dead. Okay. I think thank he's you. Dead. Thank you. I am getting an oil change. If not, if not, sorry, Mr. George. I am getting an oil change. I've had enough car talk today. Okay, I'm getting an oil change on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, As part of the after show, I'm not. I'm not standing under that fucking lift. I'm telling you Why right not? now. I, I'm, I'm not. actually. I'm actually. I, so I have an inflatable bed. I'm going to put under it and make you. You have to just lay there. No, actually, that's not what Bubba said. I yeah, have it to is. do. I'm and, talking and he's to my it. daddy. So I'm to no, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> make me jump on it with a fucking with a. So what, what do you think the problem is going to be? Like, what's the, what's the issue? Um. Well, yeah, there's just a few things, you know. Okay. But just I'm a little bit concerned because everyone's like, Anna, you're like you said it to you're like, Anna, you're a fucking idiot. It's free. Bubba's like, you're dumb. It's free. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I also know that you worked on Tyler's car. And all of a sudden, like the next day, it stopped working. So I was like, "You're ruining my car for free." Like that's how I was factoring it. I got you. I got you. I'm like, "Yeah, it's free," but then getting me a new car is going to be a little bit more expensive than just a sixty dollar oil change. Mm -hmm. So I was a little bit concerned. He'll hook you up. You could drive the cream machine or something if if it. But I just, I just love Gus so much. And then I was thinking, well, what if I don't know? I've heard Pete, not not you. But like people say, you know, maybe the lift, I don't know. I don't know. It maybe it's not good at lifting things. I don't know. So, or, you know, it can keep them up, but not for long. And so I just don't know. I, I don't know. And it seems like, I mean, how high are we lifting it up? Like eight feet? I mean, yeah. that's that's kind of a drop, you know, right. if the lift fails. Not saying it will, but it could. That it stranger, could. stranger things have happened right, before. Right, right. This is the BRN. So, right. So I know how things work around here. I'm just lucky my mic works and the fucking board, the lights <laughs> are turning on. So the fact that we got a, a makeshift lift in the back, again, God bless you, Big Red and the Nash brothers and Miggy and everybody that put it together. But I'm just I'm just saying it's just, I'm a little concerned. That's okay. all I'm saying. So when people are like, you dumb. It's free. I go, not yeah, I know race, it's free. Do you not want race oil in Gus? Listen, I really don't want to take that bad boy over 85, to be honest with you. Like, I'm very comfortable at a cool 70. I like 70, maybe 75 if Can I'm feeling I tell feisty. Can a story? It was probably like a year ago. I forget. We had to follow each other somewhere. I forget where yeah, it was Yeah, my house. Yeah. To fu- Just kidding. Yeah, we're fucking. Yeah. And, and, uh, 
like Autumn's driving fast. And I was like, holy shit, like I really gotta keep up with this bitch. She's fucking driving fast. Yeah, I was. And even that day, so I was like, damn, I was like, you drive fast, that's pretty fucking cool. And I like played it off super. She's cool. like, hell yeah, I do. No, I was just like, Yeah, well, I don't like wait, I don't like going yeah, slow. She's like, yeah, I fucking, I'm need, fucking I was like, I said like need for speed or yeah, something. I, I was like, pretty cool. Like I'm you know, I'm like, cool yeah, like just that. Fucking I like to, you know, I got a lead, like, I got a lead lead foot, so what can I do? Yeah. You know? And then like a few weeks later, a month later, we're hanging out and she's like It was um, like six it was like a year later. Yeah, okay, it was a while later. It was a long time later. I was like, yeah, I was like, you drive fast. She's like, I got to tell you something. She's like, I got to be honest. <laughs> I was trying to impress you. She's like, I don't fucking drive like that ever. She's like, I drive fucking maybe the speed limit at the most. Yeah, She's like, I don't usually, know. She's like, I don't know what I was thinking. Because usually what people do is like, if they're following me, they're just like, God, you drive so fucking slow. And I'm just like, God. I this bitch is throwing it in out of traffic. And I, fucking I, do it a hundred. And I know that like Blitz drives fast. And, and again, we didn't know each other very well. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to get this guy to think I'm a fucking loser. So I'm just fucking... <laughs> I'm in the. Fa- I'm switching lanes. I was like, Holy I'm shit, play- dude! I'm playing playing fucking Tetris on 275 like a motherfucker. Okay, I'm weaving in and out. I'm doing crazy shit. I'm I'm, I'm kind of a little reckless, and I'm just like, you got it, you know. And I and if you saw me in the car, you'd be like, this bitch is a square because I was like. Yeah. White knuckling it like, oh God, just focus, just focus. Check the blind spot <laughs> twice. Don't Check die, the blind spot. Don't, don't die, don't die, don't die. And I'm like, why am I trying so hard? I just wanted him to think that, like, oh, she's cool. She's because it was like I just started at the BRN and yeah. it was like, oh, this, this bitch is kind of cool. You know, she's into the fast life in her <laughs> Toyota Camry. You know what right. I mean? I was like, holy shit, like you drive fast. And then I'm like, I got, I got news for you, buddy. I fucking don't. And I was very uncomfortable during that ride home, but <laughs> I just, I didn't want you to think I was a square, but now you know the truth. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now when I follow you, I'm like, God damn, this bitch, I slow I know. And then sometimes That's they'll okay. be like, you know, one, one time I almost hit a car. Listen, it happens to the best of us. I'm human. I'm not going to be perfect And you wonder, well, if we go somewhere, I don't like you to fucking drive. I don't wonder. I know why. Okay, good. And I don't mind. I like being okay. a passenger sometimes, okay, you know, but uh, women are less reckless. But... And I don't drive that bad. Like when people are in the car, you should see when it's no reason when in the car. Holy yeah. Fuck. I mean, I've made a few comments before. Like, uh, please don't do one time. I got really angry with you because you were, I think you were driving my car and yeah. you like went over a, it wasn't like a curb, but it was like a, what do you but call? I barely fucking touched something because somebody else had like slowed down. So I just wanted to be like cool and not fucking slam yeah. the brakes on like you did. Yeah, but I I I I had a little bit of an outburst. Oh yeah, you got mad. I got mad. I'm like, you're hey. drive my car like that. You're never driving my car again. Yeah, well, you were very apologetic because it was my fucking car, and I yeah. I set the rules of my car. You drive your car however the, fu- the fuck you want. But when you're driving, Gus, you're gonna show some fucking respect. <laughs> That's what you said. Probably <laughs> what he said. I was mad. A one three ninety bubba. But here's the thing: I get mad, but I get over it really quick. Do you? Yeah, I do. Most of the time. Not when it's I lose thirty dollars, but I was well, mad yeah. at myself. That I, I that haunts my dreams. I still mm-hmm. think about that, you know, even now. But when it, when I get mad with somebody, and especially if there's a blow up, and they're like they apologize and they're like I'm sorry or like whatever, if they you, if they, they mean diffuse it, it and they yeah. and they mean it, and you yeah. can tell when someone's being sincere. Yeah. I I I'm like okay, sorry, sorry for the outburst. Mm-hmm. Just it happened, but we're good, we're good. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> um. I do want to talk about this. I was trying to get a hold. You have to leave in like two minutes, huh? Do you want to? Do you want to? Do you want to leave now? Right. Before I start this like new story. Go shit. ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So I've been trying to get a hold of my uncle, whose birthday was on the fourth. Okay. And I had a sneaking suspicion that it was a big one, a oh. big birthday. 
Okay. Big 7-0. Oh, wow. Now, the thing about my Uncle Mike is he's looked the same for the last 20 years. He really hasn't aged. His hair has gone a little bit more gray, a little bit more white, but it's not like he looks... He's always looked like he was about 45. Where does he live? Jersey. Okay. So he's always looked like he was 45. Like, even when he was 30, he looked 45. Mm -hmm. And now he's 70, he looks like maybe 50. That's good. But that's good. That's yeah. good. That's good. Sucks when he's younger, but like it's good now. Yeah, it's it's great now. And he's, you know, when I think about 70, and like to be honest, I don't think he's listening now, but to be honest, when I think 70, I'm like, that's a that's an old person. Yeah. But he's still like with it. He's telling me all the cool things he's doing now that he's semi-retired. Good. He's reading the uh the classics. What are the classics? That's what I asked. I'm like, what classics are we talking about? He's like, you know, Homer. The Iliad. Oh my God, the Odyssey. The Odyssey, right. So he's taking this course with his wife and they, it's like a whole, <laughs> it's a whole thing where they got to uh, take a lecture before they read. Mm-hmm. Then you read, but then you read and he listens to Audible at the same time. Okay. So it's like someone reading to him, but he follows along That does in the book. help actually, yeah. And I'm like, that's kind of the best of both worlds. That's what I do. That's actually a really good idea because you're not just listening, which is, you know, not the best Mm -hmm. and not just reading, which isn't the best, but combined, I imagine. And and he said that actually the the trick is get on audible and you can speed it up to like one and a half to two times the audio. Yeah. So then because if you read a little faster then. Well, I like to read slow, much like I drive. So that would work for me. But he said that the person reading is like a legit actor. So the inflection is like good, which is great because then you're kind of like entertained by the story, I suppose. So he's been up to that. I love the fact that he knows exactly what I want to get to. I'm like, hey, how are you doing? How's your son? How's your son's relationship? Because mm-hmm. this girl that he's been dating for three years, um, let me just, and I know you have to run. You're good, so you're good. Uh, My cousin Ben lives in New Jersey, lives, sorry, lives in Manhattan. Okay. And um, I spoke to him on his birthday. His birthday is six days after mine. And I called him and I said, how have you been? He goes, I haven't left the house in a year. What? Okay. I'm like, what do you mean? I'm like, but you go to the grocery store. He goes, no, I don't. I have mm. Instacart. Come to our house. Mm. And then I said, uh, but you go outside. He goes, we have like a little patio. I just do circles around in it. I'm like, what? Whoa. That's not good. Um, and he's uh, 31, so he's not old or anything like that. And I realized yesterday upon talking to my uncle that that was really not my cousin that had the issue with the pandemic. It was his girlfriend that lives there. Oh, and I was asking him, like, but do they live in a nice place? I mean, they're not rich. They're social workers. He goes, no, they live in a cave in and, Manhattan. Yeah, I was going to say, if they're, li- not, if they're not rich. With very little light. He goes, it's, like, really dark and small. And he goes, and they didn't leave for a year. Whoa. For and a not because, fucking year. And not because of him. No. So now, because he was like, my cousin is liberal, right? But he's like, come on. You got to leave. But the girl uh, then acquired a, like, severe anxiety disorder she said my uncle was saying that his girlfriend like the pandemic hit and Mm. she just went fucking off the rails that sucks and now she's kind of leveled off with the pandemic shit but that has now caused her to have a more generalized anxiety of course yeah that's causing not only her issues but my cousin as well oh no and my cousin is the sweetest soul on the planet like I wouldn't even be surprised if he was still a virgin and he's had a girlfriend for three years. Like, not that that means you're a sweet person. He's like a very, um, very wholesome person. Okay. You know what I mean? Like when he went to college, like I don't even think he had a drink there. Like he just, he's just such a, I don't know, kind of like a cookie cutter, like like a nice Jewish boy almost to a fault. I know what she can do to fix that. 
I'm sure you do. I don't think she'd be interested. She'd probably be scared. She'd get like a hair in her mouth and give her gonorrhea or something. <laughs> but this bitch is crazy. And I and I knew that she was like a little bit. Me and my mother had a bit of a talk about about her. Okay. I I know that she has like red frizzy hair. I know that her dad is a rabbi. Mm. And I know that she is. Uh, liberal as they come and right. i just said to my mom like jokingly i feel like i wouldn't have a lot in common with her and we kind of like laughed and mm-hmm. that was that was all we talked about sure i didn't realize there was trouble in paradise but my uncle knows he knows that i'm in the content business and he goes i'm good antland is good birthday was good ben's in trouble i go why Whoa. ben is in trouble he's with this girl things and i'm like how are things he goes, uh, not good and i said i sense trouble in paradise uncle michael and he goes yeah it's not good. And I said, how long has he felt this way? Mm-hmm. And they've only been together for three years. He goes, I don't know, maybe a year and a half. And I'm like, Whoa. oh, so half of the relationship. Oh, they only been together three years? Yeah. Oh, okay. And he goes, yeah, it's gotten to the point where she said to him, please don't leave me. Ooh. And again, my cousin is very susceptible to Jewish guilt. Right. So imagine a Jewish girl giving you guilt. Yeah. And one you live with and somewhat care for. Oh, he's fucked. He's fucked. I'm yeah, like, Ben doesn't have a, I'm like, forever. Ben doesn't have a backbone. Uncle Mike, he goes, I know. Be he, doesn't have a, he doesn't have a backbone. I'm like, he's too nice. He goes, like, he's too nice. Mm-hmm. He's too nice. He doesn't want to, he doesn't want to hurt her feelings. I go, yeah, but you can't live life just being afraid to hurt people's feelings. Right. He goes, I know. We don't know. We're trying to get her help. She apparently is giving, is a therapist. Oh. Like she's like a social worker, but gives therapy, I guess. Nice. I don't know. It's like some weird combo deal. That makes sense. And I go, maybe she needs to turn it around and be the, be the client. Turn the heat around. You know, turn the heat around because she needs the therapy more than anybody else. And so it was just interesting to hear about. And um, it was funny. He's like, she's got a lot going for her. She's really funny. I'm like, I doubt it. <laughs> like in my head. Obviously, and he goes, she's really pretty. I go, that's also a fallacy. Mm-hmm. I've seen pictures, but mm-hmm. um, he goes, she's got a lot of great qualities. My my uncle always sees the best in people, even though he shouldn't. But he goes, yeah, she's got a lot of great qualities. But she's a uh, you know, and if my if my uncle who is very not very scared of the pandemic, but he's like, I asked, I wanted to get like the temperature. Mm-hmm. I was like, how do you feel, Uncle Mike? Are you scared? Are you like fucking over it? Are you how are you feeling? He goes, listen. I'm not reckless or careful. I've been boosted. I wear a mask everywhere I'm supposed to, but I'm not afraid to live my life. Okay, I go, good. Okay, that's a great answer. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great answer. That's a nice, you know, liberal Democrat, New Jersey, but, New but York fair. answer, but fair. Yeah. He's living his life. He's not telling other people how to live their lives. Sure. And he's not living his life in crippling fear. Gotcha. Fantastic. Yep. And so his son's girlfriend, who is probably 29, 30, was literally crippled for a year and a half. She couldn't leave the house. That sucks. Not good. So, anywho, definitely don't don't envy that shit. It is nice to know. I, it, you know, it's nice to hear when people are doing well, but it is nice to hear when people are not doing well, but not not uh, too unwell. Sure. I don't want cancer. Right. But when we have a little trouble in paradise where it That's could be fixed, too. it couldn't, then it's kind of like choose your own adventure. Where does this go? Mm-hmm. No one's going to die, but there's going to be some drama. And mm-hmm. guess what? I fucking love drama yeah, that's not mine. On it. I thrive on it. It's my fuel. As you, it's like my synthetic oil or half synthetic like your red oil. Line. It's my red line oil that I like. That, I, that my K&N red line. So <laughs> that's that was the update on my family. I know you have to get going. I do. do wanna, all right. Can I take another break and then maybe come back for a little? Yeah, you want to stay on? Yeah. Absolutely. All right, cool. We'll be back for, for some more. Hold on. I'm coming. That's what she said. That's what I said. That's what she's never said. Shut the fuck up.
All right, I'm back. Um, it just makes for a smoother transition. It's it's hard for me to focus when there's people wrestling around. It's not Blitz's fault. He has to go because he has to get his 14th car in the last week. But um, I wanted to stay on. Usually we stay on until about noon. So we'll stay on a little bit longer. Let me just turn this music off really quick. Okay. If you'd like to call in 81390-Bubba, that is the number to the station. I did want to talk about this because we did briefly talk about female privilege but then there's a whole new level of female privilege attractive women brag about pretty privilege and the insane benefits they get um i wish i could play some of that big let's just see let's just see what they say okay we're just we're just playing a little a little clip here what pretty privilege has gotten me this summer I know you guys can't see this video, but we're just gonna play a little bit of it. From a guy that I met at the bar we were just sitting at, he literally didn't text me afterwards or ask me out. He just gave me the tickets. On my solo trip to San Diego, I met a millionaire at this bar. He bought me drinks, took me on tour of San Diego, got me a hundred dollar Uber to the airport, and took me to breakfast. Okay, we get it. You, you're getting wine, you're getting dine, but uh, I feel like you're maybe you're doing something in return. You know, it's one thing being pretty, and, and this girl is pretty. It seems like she's kind of a piece of shit douchebag for talking about how hot she is and all the privileges that you get with, you know, being hot. Things we all know. I read a book I remember when I was in college called Survival of the Prettiest, and it was a little, it's like things that you kind of assumed, but you didn't know that there was any science behind. And it was alarming how um, much better treatment attractive people get. Even if you, during the big the main show, we were talking about that couple that killed themselves. It hurts more when they're attractive, you know. The double suicide, obviously, you know, if if, it, if they were, you know, Leos were very pro-Leo. If it was the same story, but they were less attractive, it just, it wouldn't hit the same way. But the fact that, I'm like, and I even mentioned it twice. I was like, they had everything going for them. They were hot, they were young, and then I was like, I said again, I'm like, but they were so hot. Like, you just assume that people that are hot have a better existence on the planet, and they do, uh, you know, given all of the things are equal. Like, if you're really hot, but you were, like, you know, raped by a pack of dogs when you were six or something, or you're uh, you know, airlifted to a hospital because the, your dad put your head through a garage door, then clearly not. But if you're just, like, a regular hot person, life is good, especially for a female, a young female Life is life is grand. It seems like this girl and the girls that are talking about pretty girl privilege, it seems like maybe they're not the most grounded people. Um, it says here, a slew of young women have taken to TikTok to reveal how they benefit from being really, really, really good looking. The content creators have shared videos discussing their pretty privilege, saying they're showered with free gifts and attention simply for being uh, conventionally attractive. Uh, who uh, how are you making friends like who wants to be your friend like we know you're hot everybody assumes that people want to give you stuff but if you're like i'm hot and i know i'm hot and i'm going to talk about my hotness i don't really understand how you're uh you know as a man i think i would be annoyed because i'd be like shut the fuck up bitch and then as a female i'd be like fuck you you hot piece of shit like that's that's what i would think about these people they don't seem to be um I don't think they were raised right. I feel like maybe dad wasn't in the picture. That's what I'm thinking. Because if you're, listen, I understand that you are, 
um, you're accepting and receiving things because you're beautiful, but the fact that you need to brag about it and that all your worth is wrapped up in how you look um, is telling me that daddy probably wasn't around. I have a feeling that maybe daddy left mommy for a different mommy and started a new family with somebody else. And then that leads you to grow up a little too quickly. I have seen studies, again, it's been many, many years, but I've seen studies where girls who do not have fathers present, so they're absent fathers, tend to go through menstruation at an earlier age. Um, Not suggesting that those people should be fucking and having kids at an earlier age, but it's almost like they should be growing up faster to attract a male sooner because they don't have one currently in their life. I don't know even how that would translate to a hormonal trigger where you start menstruating earlier, but I have seen that in a few studies where the onset of menstruation is earlier in girls and populations that don't have a lot of fathers present. So interesting stuff. Um, Let's see. The beauty shared an odd photo that showed her at 257 pounds when she claimed she rarely received any perks. <coughs> and then you get hot and you start getting some shit. That happens to a lot of people. And no one is, is harder on fat people than former fat people. You could talk to Blitz about that. That's a fact. You know, they go, these pieces of shit, if I had to go through it and I had to suffer, you can do it too. And look at all the benefits that you get. I definitely remember when I kind of went through the transition from chubby fat kid with buck teeth to slightly less fatter uh, kid with buck teeth. No, I got braces, but, you know, instead of fixing the buck teeth, they made all of my teeth buck teeth, which I don't think was the move. And I remember when my braces first came off and they gave me a mirror and I'm like, what the fuck did you guys do? Who's in charge around here? I thought you're going to make my front teeth smaller because that was a problem. Mom's like, this bitch got buck teeth put some braces on this hoe. So I got braces. And then I thought, oh, I'm going to have normal teeth like Emily, like Tiffany, like Sarah, like all my friends at school when they just kind of had normal teeth. I'm like, okay, this is going to be great. Two years later and, and fucking 16 retainers later, I remember they take it off and they're like, there you go. And I went, what the fuck? I'm all gums, bro. I'm all gums. I wasn't happy about that. But I remember when I got my braces off, you know, I had a little bit of a waste at this point. I was maybe in eighth grade. And I remember just like people were just like nicer to me, generally speaking. The, the boys were more willing to like help me out and stuff. I was wearing makeup. I was wearing a fucking glitter chapstick I was, with marshmallow flavor. I fucking loved it. I was killing it. Yeah, I had glitter on my eyes and it was hard for me to see the board because the lights and the fucking metal on my eyes was fucking up. But listen, I was killing it. I was doing great. But yeah, so that was my experience as a young person. It is odd how fast people are growing up. I know we have talked about that before. It's a little bit shocking to see what teenagers are looking like these days. I think it was, I don't know if it was Jay's son's homecoming pictures or someone else that I knew who had a son of of homecoming age and the, the dates that they were bringing along. And I just think about like the dresses that I was not even allowed to wear, but like, those were my only options. Of course, you're not going to have a, like, really sexy dress with your tits all up there. Like, that was not an option to home. Like, are you? No. It was, you know, maybe something midway down your knee, not and not anything hugging your ass, something that's, you know, covering your chest a bit. It's something a lot more modest. And then I see these hoes, and they're, like, 15, 
And like, again, I'm not obviously not saying that you should be looking at 15 year old, but in the defense of anybody with eyeballs, I mean, it was very apparent when I looked at some of these homecoming pictures, I'm like, these girls look like fucking sluts. Like, and it's not a problem whether they should be raped or anything. I'm not saying, suggesting that, but like, you cannot get mad at, you cannot, you cannot get mad when you when someone is looking at your breasts, even if you're underage, and you got them out to here, because you don't look 15 when you got them pushed up all the way and out for everybody to see. You're making me look creepy. And I'm not even, like, creepy, you know, number one stereotype. Like, I'm not a, a, a middle-aged guy. I'm not middle-aged. Or a guy. But you're making me feel creepy when you got a fucking 15, 16-year-old with her tits out. You're making me uncomfortable because I'm looking and I'm like, what the fuck? And then I'm like looking at, I'm like looking at her body. I'm like, this isn't, who the fuck? But then it's like, stop, she's a minor. It's like, well, she's dressing like a major. She's dressing like a major slut and I'm looking at it and I'm not happy about it. But you're making me look at it. With it out there like that, giving everybody, you know, whatever. Again, I'm not I'm not saying that this is inviting touching or rape or anything or even words. I'm not even saying this is inviting words. You shouldn't say anything to this chick who's not 14, 15, 16, whatever. Hopefully closer to 17 and a half, pushing 18. But you're dressing like you want that attention. And then when you get that attention, if it's not from a boy in your class, it's from that boy's dad, then whoa, not okay. Again, I'm not a slut shaming or, or, or victim shaming or anything like that. I'm just, I'm really not even talking about touching at all. I mean, it's more just like the attention where the eyes go. But if you got something that's, listen, we're all visual. And to be honest with you, women are looking at other women more than men are looking at women. And that is a fucking fact. And I remember one time someone was calling me out on that because I I went out. This was in Michigan. And I went out with a buddy of mine. Actually, I think it was my Canadian friend that came to visit a couple months ago. And a girl walked in and she was probably like a lot younger, maybe like six or seven years younger than me. But I could just tell, like, in my peripheral that she was attractive. Like, she's, like, small, whatever, sexy body. And my eyes completely, like, diverted away from him and, like, looked at her. And he's really good at reading people. He's like, oh, is that a hot chick? He goes, it's funny. Like, you look before I do. Like, I'm like, it's like, it's like a competition thing. You know, like, who's this hot bitch? And we were literally eating frozen yogurt. It's not like we were even at the club or anything. It's like, this bitch better not be the only one in yogurtology because I'm top bitch in yogurtology. Get away from the toppings, ho! So anyways, yes, it's a fact that that women look at women probably more than men do because women are really, really competitive when it comes to looks. Um, men more so. I've heard, I've seen studies where men are more likely to look at men's packages than than women. You know, if there's like a, a picture of a guy and you can kind of maybe see an outline of, of his penis, that actually draws more of the attention of other men because of competition versus uh, versus other women, I, I think women are are far less concerned with with uh, penis size than men are, and, and I mean I'm not concerned at all unless it's a problem in either direction, right? If it's like crazy big, I'm like, oh, well, this is get the, what the fuck? What am I gonna do with this? 
But then if it's too small, it's also like, well, I don't know. but that mid range, which is really fucking big. Like, I feel like most women, unless they're, you know, really wallered out that they don't really care that much either. I could, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Cause I'm just, you're also talking to a person who's, it doesn't get ass. So maybe that's why, because penis has not been a part of my life for a long time and probably won't be for a long time. That's okay. That has to be okay. Because otherwise, uh, you know, I'll be driving to the Skyway. No, I'm kidding. Kind of. No, I'm good. Everything's fine. But I think that, you know, men are a lot more concerned with with penis size and the penis size of other men than than women are. And women are very concerned with how other women are looking. And I I even was telling my mom this in, um, in my younger years when I was probably at the most unhealthy in terms of uh diet and exercising habits to the point where I was getting real fucking thin. Um I remember getting compliments from exclusively women. Like men were starting to find me a little bit too, like a little bit too thin. Um and even a few guy friends told me. They're like, "You know, uh not is everything okay?" They're like, "You looked really great like 10 pounds ago." And I'm like, "What the fuck do you know?" They're like, um, I'm just your target demo, but that's okay. But all the girls and in, in my group of friends would come up to me and tell me how good I was looking. And, you know, one one girl I remember even asked me at the club. She's like, what do you weigh? Like, she was like, I want to know the fucking number. And I was like so excited to tell her like whatever it was. But it was like a really, really low number. Um, but it is it is interesting that that was what fueled my... Um, motivation to be that thin was really getting compliments from other women, which is bizarre because I wasn't trying to attract women much to everyone else's, you know, dismay. They, I'm not a lesbian, even though you guys think I am not. I'm actually not. But anywho, 81390Bubba, if you would like to call in for a last quick phone call, I'm pretty much going to wrap it up here. Take you back to the house. Haven't been to a club in a while. Probably won't go anytime soon. Um, this might be the end of an era for me. I always thought that I would enjoy the party scene, at least in some capacity, and now it just seems like more work than it's worth. You know, I want to. I want to talk about JFK. I want to talk about Operation Paperclip. It's really hard to do that. I want to talk about China's world dominance and autonomous weapons that's what i want to talk about and it's hard to do that at the club oh yeah what do you think about the china surveillance state scary social credit score like that's really what i want to talk about um i'm pretty incapable of small talk at this point and it's hard for me to relate to anybody including my own family which was alarming Okay, really quick. I did try to tell my mom about intermittent fasting. She's like, what have you been up to? And I'm like, oh, I've been doing the Brazilian dresser. And I started talking to her about uh, uh, intermittent fasting. And the best way to describe her response was I was bombing. I felt like I was a open micer and the audience was just not feeling my material. And her and her husband started, they started roasting me. Imagine that. They were roasting me. They're like, that is the... They're like, why don't you just eat when you're hungry? <laughs> just, just eat when you're, eat when you're hungry. Stop when you're full. It's just like, what? And I'm like, it's about insulin and mTOR. And and then I stop myself and I go, you are proving their point that they think you're ridiculous and you're acting ridiculous. So shut the fuck up and watch the movie. 
watch the new movie with Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence, which I fell asleep through halfway through. Apparently it was really great. Wouldn't know. Didn't, didn't see the whole thing. But anywho, I had to read the room there because I was bombing. But anywho, we will see you guys on Monday for the big show, Bubbleless, Bubba the Love Sponge Show. I hope you have a great weekend. And for those of you, many of you listening right now, we will see you next week, starting on Thursday, maybe a few of you on Friday for Bubble 199. And of course, the premier event of the year, Bubba Army Royalty Party, this Saturday, sorry, next Saturday, January 15th, I believe the party, the soiree starts at 7.30 p.m. I'll be there a little bit early because I will run late unless I tell myself it starts at 6. So I hope to see you all there. I hope you have a great weekend. Please be safe. Don't get tested. Listen, uh, one more thing. Just don't get tested for any kind of COVIDs. Okay, don't get tested. Um, If you're feeling sick, just uh, get better. Don't take any tests because knowledge is um, knowledge is a burden at this point. Because I was, to be honest with you guys, last couple days, throat has been just like a little, you know when it's not like sore, but it's just like a little tight, like a little, like you swallow and you go a little tight. That's what it's been feeling like. And I go, uh, I'm not getting tested because if I get tested and I am positive, then the, uh, the knowledge of that is the burden and I I then have to share with the people around me and I, I will not be able to attend BARP if if I know that I have COVID. That seems to be um, irresponsible. So the more responsible thing to do is actually not get tested. Because then you claim, oh, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't take it. I didn't know. I didn't take a test. Not my fault. That, that, that's your risk if you want to risk it with me. Again, I have no symptoms. I, I've been fine. No sneezing, like more than usual sneezing, nothing like that. No running nose, no, no cough, but just a little, a little tightness. Maybe the, uh, what do you call these glands? Whatever the glands are a little bit, uh, inflamed. It's the allergies that I don't have, you know, who knows? But, uh, don't get tested. If you're feeling sick, just, you know, just drive right through it like a wrecking ball. You got it. We'll see you next week. Have a great weekend. Take care. I love you. Goodbye.